0: Hey, Seattle hockey fans, Merry Christmas Eve, Eve, or some people know it as Festivus. We're still celebrating Hanukkah. We've got Kwanzaa. We've got Boxing Day. We've got World Juniors coming up. But instead of saying, ho, 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 I'm saying, no, 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 after last night's Seattle Kraken game, we'll talk about that and more on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked On Kraken, your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, Seattle hockey fans, welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala. Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. It is Friday. It is the Friday before the Christmas holiday. And um, the Seattle Kraken are on a little bit of a break. So that's a good thing. That's a good thing for all of us. I'm wearing my Metropolitan, New York Metropolitan Santa hat. I got to get me one. I got to get me a... uh, Seattle Kraken one. I've got a lot of these. I used to work at a restaurant and um, one of the regulars would come in and he'd buy these Santa hats. I don't know if he like worked for a company, but he'd have them every year. So there's uh, some, this is the more muted one. But anyway, the Seattle Kraken dropped their final game leading into the little small break here to the Vancouver Canucks. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Here's my brief uh, post-game analysis. We'll obviously get more into it on today's show. 6-5 loss to the Vancouver Canucks. Come on. Come on. Oh, I didn't want to say this tonight. 6-5 loss in an overtime shootout. Martin Jones gets the start. We can't get anything for him in his homecoming. Um, we couldn't, we couldn't hold on to a lead. We blow a lead late. Um, and that just can't happen. We talked about it on Thursday's show. If we want to be a serious contender, not only do we have to beat teams like Vancouver, but we have to clean things up. We Can't be giving away leads late and we have to do a better job protecting our netminder. So, yeah, that was some crack and crap, if ever. We'll talk about it more on Friday's episode of Locked on Crack. So welcome to Friday's episode where we're going to talk more about it. So let's take you over to the instant analysis. Well, first, I should say kind of um, just the, the summary of what happened here. Um, you'll see that, um, what I like here, and I, Oliver Bjorkstrand did not score the first goal for the Seattle Kraken, but he got his fourth goal of the season. You'll hear a little bit more about that from Alex Wenberg. Daniel Sprong scored twice. When Wenberg got on the board, uh, Jared McCann, man, did you see that goal from Jared McCann from like the blue line? Just completely fooled Vancouver. I thought we were in a good way. The shots as on goal, as you can see, are pretty even. Uh, the Canucks were able to convert on a pretty important power play late in the game. Then they convert again on a six on five, and it goes to a shootout. Ryan Donato's streak comes to an end. I was heartbroken about that. And more importantly, we lose the game. So if you look at Martin Jones' That he had an eight six five save percentage. So we're seeing a little bit of the luster wear off for Martin Jones, in my opinion. And also, in my opinion, our defense is doing for Martin Jones what they did for Philip Grubauer last year. And listen, <laughs> listen, listen. Was it? I think it was the Brock Bozier goal. Well, that was on the power play. That was the power play give up that I talked about. It must have been um, – it was either the Kuzmenko goal or the second period Pedersen goal because Elias Pedersen, welcome back. You want to talk about welcome back? Welcome back, Pedersen, and just completely annihilates us with five points. But there was one where it was – It was yeah, it was the second uh, – it was the Pedersen tip-in where – Vince Dunn, love his hair. He's got beautiful hair. But Vince, baby, you you kind of you saw him. He comes around. He cycles around the back of the net below the goal line on um, Martin Jones's left hand side. Pedersen comes. Vince Dunn runs into him. So in my mind. If he didn't know he was there, he should have known he was there. But then Dunn allows Pedersen to stay in position behind him. No, 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 no. You can't do that. These are minor things. And yes, I am nitpicking. Yes, I am ticked off. But these are the things that make you a contender or not, because these are the things that when you're in the postseason, you have to be clinical on cleaning up. If you want to win games, everything is tight in the postseason. These are the best teams in the league throughout the regular season. And they came to play. You can't just get into a pissing contest with every team and think you're going to outlast them if you're not doing the small things to prevent goals. You gotta do the small things to prevent goals. So I'm ticked off about that. Now it's not all doom and gloom, and I know that. You know, I I I tell you, I'm a I'm a straight shooter. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know how I feel about this game. We have never won against Vancouver. That's pride. We um got pushed around by Vancouver last time we played them, also a pride thing. We are a better team in the standings than Vancouver. That's not only a pride thing, but that's playing smart. That's knowing the position and the situation. And you have to be able to get these wins. So it's frustrating. So, But if you want a silver lining, if you want uh, some kumbaya, feel good stuff, sure, 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 sure. I'll give you a little bit of that too, all right? I'll give you a little bit of that too, so uh nickel good guy this is what he tweeted um to give some perspective just in case you think i lost it i have not lost the perspective though i have a greater perspective than just this game 5 of 6 points for the seattle kraken going into the break and what an amazing year to this point their next win will be their 19th it took until march 19th to do that last season Lots to look forward to for this team. Merry Xmas and happy holidays to Kraken Nation. Of course, of course I share those sentiments. We have a lot to be proud of. I am extremely proud of this team. And if you made it to the Steve Dangle Podcast Network Game Over Vancouver edition, you heard me talking about that a little bit. Link in the show notes if you want to check it out. Um There's a lot to be proud of, including the fourth line. Again, Bjorkstrand did some, you know, he got on the board again. And you'll hear from Alex Wenberg in the next segment about why it's important to get Oliver Bjorkstrand going. Uh, So that's coming up next on this episode of Locked on Kraken. This episode of Locked on Kraken has an important message for you. Did you know that driving under the influence of marijuana is illegal? That's right. Driving high could get you a DUI. And if you're wondering if law enforcement can tell when you're driving high, well, everyone else in your life can. Your friends can. Your coworkers can tell. Even your parents can tell. So what makes you think law enforcement can't? Well, they can. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high and get a DUI that is paid for by NHTSA. Thank you, as always, Locked on Kraken fans for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. I am your host, Erica L. Ayala. I covered Maddie Baneers at the Olympics and the Frozen Four earlier this year. I am the longest-tenured Premier Hockey Federation broadcaster, which is uh, the Women's Hockey League, airing their games on ESPN Plus this year. And for International Women's Day 2022, I became part of the first all-woman broadcast booth for the New Jersey Devils and their New Jersey radio programming. Now, of course, Sherry Ross, who I've worked with at the Premier Hockey Federation back when it was called the National Women's Hockey League, she is the first ever full-time woman to call games for the Devils on the radio. So always give stick taps to Sherry Ross. But I know a thing or two about hockey. And I keep getting better and better thanks to listeners like you and viewers, if you're watching on YouTube. So it's not all doom and gloom. I know that. I know that. I'm just going to be honest that this one stings a little bit. I wanted this win for a lot of reasons. We talked about that yesterday. But again, it's not all doom and gloom. And, you know, the guys aren't too down, which they shouldn't be. They're going to get a break here. It's going to be fine. We do need to come out of the break, though, and perform. Because, as was mentioned yesterday, as was asked multiple times yesterday, and, of course, as we know by just looking at the schedule, Vancouver was one of three back-to-back-to-back, consecutive, if you will, Pacific Division opponents. There's only one team uh, or maybe two, now I got to look at the standings again. Um, there's one or two teams that have a better record than us and thus are higher in the standings than the Seattle Kraken. That means that every, most every time we play in the division, we have a chance to play a team that, at least as of right now, is not playing as good a hockey as we are. We need to win those games. So, again, that's where the frustration comes. But let's hear what Alex Wenberg had to say after the game he scored in this game uh, so let's hear what one he had to say well alex despite the result your line played really well tonight you got a goal you oliver gets a goal a lot of points what do you like about playing with those guys right now
1: no i think we played really good uh losing a lot of speed uh creating a lot of chances and i feel like we play uh on both sides of the ice offensively and defensively but obviously the result today it's uh, disappointing i feel like we played a really good game but unfortunately it didn't work out but it is what it is. You move on and uh, get better. What, what happened towards the latter stages of that game? Did you guys change anything about what you were doing up until that point that made it made it so good? Uh, not really. I mean, uh, we, we had a game plan. We kind of stick to it. Obviously, uh, at the end, they're, they're obviously going to have a push. Uh, unfortunately, they score in the 6-5 there. But, I mean, they, there's no secret to it. We just work really hard. I feel like we emptied the tank. And today, uh, unfortunately, it didn't work out. And, uh, I mean, obviously, this is a team that we battle against the veteran. but um, i mean we got one point they got two uh, to move on
0: how nice was it to see oliver finally
1: oh yeah he's been due for it i mean he's making really nice plays shooting the puck great. it's just haven't worked out to see him score a goal it was just i mean he's he's a hell of a goal scorer so right now i hope he's just gonna keep going
0: what do you think it says about your team when you guys i mean i think 11 of you all had points throughout by the end of the second period what do you think that says about the depth of your group
1: well, that's pretty much you said. The depth of the group is just great. I mean, we have four lines that can score, and we just keep pushing. Everyone is just uh, feeding off each other, and I mean, I feel like a lot of hockey is about momentum. And when one line goes in, make a difference. The next one you steps in, do the same thing. It just it makes a difference in game. So right now, I feel like we're doing a lot of great things. On,
0: on your goal, how much does the poise that you show, like gathering the puck in before shooting, make a difference
1: in that? Because a lot of guys would just take a whack at it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously it happens pretty fast. Uh, I didn't really have a good angle. You just tried to, like you said, uh, wait it out. I think I put it post in though, but I mean, like it, it worked out. But I, w- I wouldn't say that I drew it up. but that's the plan I wanted. Just sometimes you react, and uh, today it worked out.
0: So Alex Wenberg, knowing that's not exactly what the team wanted, but there were some good things you heard. That was Piper Shaw saying eleven different players on the score sheet in by the end of the second period that's what makes the seattle Kraken exciting i talked about this on the again game over vancouver for steve dangle podcast network you know <laughs> better how though yeah better in a in a big way offensively you heard him also talk about oliver bjorkstrand if we can get ollie going and we've had jay foster on the uh on the show before um to talk about what he can be offensively. So he's getting a little bit of a bite of the apple, less games in between one goal to the next. So let's bring that momentum to 2023. We still have uh, two two games before the end of the year. But um, again, I mean, this is the all I want for Christmas or whatever holiday season you celebrate All I want for Christmas, all I want for the holidays is for the Seattle Kraken to more consistently play team defense because it's the defensive breakdowns that make or break games like this. So we just got to do better. I told you about the standings and it is only two teams, Vegas and L.A., that have a better record overall than us in our division. So Edmonton, we've got Edmonton coming up and Calgary, not in that order. We actually play Calgary first, then we play Edmonton. Vancouver sixth overall, we're at three. We got to win that game, San Jose, Anaheim. I mean, look at this. They have a negative 18 goal differential and we played into their kind of style. We can shut down teams better than what we did yesterday. And that's what I want. It's not about bashing this team. It's just about wanting the best consistently because that's what it's going to take for us to be a true contender. All right. Um, I do want to take you to some post-game analysis because, you know, Allison Lucan does a great job looking at the numbers, even strength play. She says Seattle, that's us, had the advantage. We generated 55.7% of all shot attempts and 60.29% of all shot quality. Um, in all situations, the Kraken had a winning 45.2% of the time, according to the deserve to win meter So 45.2%. That's not 50%. We're kind of rolling the dice there. It's, you know, we didn't play that great. I think that is indicative of how many goals we allowed for Vancouver, in my opinion, because we should not be letting up those goals. I do like this Two response goals of different types, which I love in theory because last year we were on the receiving end of response goals. So I like that, especially Sprung's second goal, a response goal. Um, Bjorkstrand, uh, that was right after Bjorkstrand. And so, again, that's in here. Um, I love that for us. It shows me that our offense has gotten better. What is heartbreaking is that you have a two goal lead in the third period against Vancouver and you can't close it out because you give up a power play goal was Yanni Gordon in the box. And then you can't close down on the six on five. So again, um, just tough uh, quality start. No, a steal, no for the goaltenders. Martin Jones, in my opinion, got left out to dry a lot. So, again, all I want for Christmas is solid defense, please, and thank you. That's what I want. That's what we need as a team. The Seattle Kraken, as I mentioned, we will have uh Calgary coming up on the 28th. They are uh, 15, 12, and 7 with 37 overall points. We got to 40. Uh, then we have Edmonton, who's right on our heels at 18, 14, and two. Both teams are over 500. You know who's not? Vancouver. All right, I'll let it go eventually. I'll let it go eventually. Um, and then at, on New Year's, we have uh, the Islanders that we're going to be playing. I'm excited for that game. In fact, I'm so excited that we are going to have a watch party. We haven't done these. Uh, playback is the platform we've been using for watch parties and they were having a little bit of snafus, particularly with ESPN plus. And unfortunately we haven't had a lot of luck with root sports either. So I wanted to wait for some of those bugs to get fixed out. We'll probably be watching uh, at least we'll have the stream available for the Islanders feed, but um, yeah, we're going to do a watch party and I love me some orange and blue. But I'm all about the Seattle Kraken for that one. So more details to come. I We will have shows next week, so we'll talk about that. But coming up on Locked on Kraken, let's get you ready for World Juniors. We'll talk about that. And then our shootout loss wasn't the only shootout that you should be concerned with. And if I may say, I think the other one turned out a little bit better than ours. We'll talk about it coming up on Locked on Kraken. Thanks as always for making locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. And of course, we have the Locked On Sports Today podcast. And I literally just realized this, and I'll tell you why in a minute, but L-O-S-T, lost. Don't get lost. Listen to Locked On Sports today. That's how you can keep up to date with everything that you know you need to know, whether it's for the water cooler, literally the water cooler, or maybe your virtual water cooler. We have you covered on the Locked On Network. You'll hear from our experts, and you will never be lost, if you will. When it comes to sports and speaking of lost, you'll start seeing on Monday that the locked on sports today, Peter Bukowski, I've been on his show many a time, mostly on the women's basketball side when I was still with locked on women's basketball. Hey, Peter, you should have me back. Have me back on Locked on Sports today. Let's do it. I even stepped in and hosted one time. So anyway, uh, you'll hear a lot of the biggest storylines. We'll have that for you on Monday. Of course, though, I had to add my little flavor to it. So we'll have that on Monday's episode. But if you don't want to wait till Monday, make sure you listen or watch on YouTube. Locked on Sports today found on, as I just mentioned, YouTube or wherever else you get your audio podcasts. We're going to close out this show talking about the Coachella Valley Firebirds. You know why? Because it's a Friday. They opened up AccraSure Arena, uh, got the win at home, sold out crowd, looked like an amazing in-arena event. I heard that there were some technical difficulties on AH, uh, AHL TV. So, you know, nothing is perfect. We know that as Seattle Kraken fans, but it was still a good time. And we're still having a good time this season As Nick Olchek mentioned, we have almost as many wins as we did last year at the March 19th, Uh, you know, timeline and check-in. That's wild. It's wild. And that's why we can't go back to crack and crap. We can't go back to crack and crap, okay? We don't want to. The next phase is, you know, it's almost like uh, we've got to cleanse our body of that, That's the next step. And so talking about crack and crap and that we identify crack and crap, that's not the problem. Going back to crack and crap and only being like, oh, well, look, this was this was good. Yeah, sure, it was good. And unfortunately, it was not enough. You're not going to win them all. If we play a good game and we lose, it happens. This wasn't the most egregious loss for Seattle, but we did see trends. You have to learn. You win or you learn. You win and you learn. You learn in a win, but you really learn in your losses. Anyway, but it was not Coachella Valley that lost. They were able to win against the Henderson Silver Knights. 3-2 win. That went to overtime shootout. And Max McCormick, um, in his 500th pro game, uh, comes up big in the shootout. I love that for him. I love that for us. And so congratulations, Max. The Coachella Valley Firebirds will be taking on the Henderson Silver Knights again tonight, the 23rd. And it is the teddy bear toss. There's an ugly sweater. There's teddy bear toss. There's a lot of fun. You want to have fun? Head over to the valley. Um, let's see. I think I have this. Uh, I have this ugly sweater for you if you want to check it out. Here we go. Ugly sweater. There it is. That's kind of nice. Look at this. It's got like, uh, I don't know what you call this because I'm not a designer, but then the design, it is sublimated, but it has like a little scarf, a winter scarf in there. It's got the ice, you know, for that blue for the Seattle Kraken. They go into the icy, you know, winter theme here and then outline with with a stitch, if you will, in red. And then you've got your star, you've got your Christmas tree, your sticks, your snowflake, bells, all that good thing. There's goalie love there. So teddy bear toss. Love that. Uh, let me know. Are you heading out to the game? I think it's going to be exciting. I just got my uh, finalized schedule. I've got some other hockey broadcast things coming up, which I'm excited to share at some point. But i um, finalizing that schedule. So once I have all those dates and travel locked in, oh, heck yeah, I'm getting out to Seattle I'm getting out to Coachella Valley. It's going to be a good time. So we got a root, root, root for the home team, which of course is Coachella Valley at their teddy bear toss. And I don't know who your home team is. In world juniors but we do have world junior action we have some action today as a matter of fact today friday december 23rd you've got switzerland and sweden they're actually playing as i record right now in pre-competition and then i'm going to give you these eastern time on monday boxing day and also the first day of kwanzaa you've got switzerland and versus Finland, that's at 11 a.m Eastern time. So that's uh, 8 a.m. Pacific time. That's when we get started and then we have the full tilt is Austria versus Sweden at 1:30 Eastern USA versus Latvia. that's at 4 p.m Eastern 1 p.m Pacific time. Following that is Canada versus Czechia. At 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, which of course is 3.30 Pacific Time. And you best believe over at Locked on Kraken, we will be locked on those games. We're looking for big things for the Captain Canada himself, Shane Wright, who's one of our own. And we want to see good things for Shane Wright. That's our show, folks. Whatever holiday you're celebrating, if you're closing out Hanukkah, if you're getting ready for uh If you're getting ready for Christmas, I know my family, I will not be home this year, but my family traditionally celebrates on Christmas Eve. So tomorrow's our big day. Either way, I hope that you are safe. I hope that you are warm and I hope that you are filled with love. Now, myself included, some of us know that the holidays can be tough. We either have at one point had family members that are um, not doing well, um, are ill, going through life's challenges. So I empathize with that. And especially those who have passed on. I hope that you hold those memories in your heart. And remember, just take a breath. Left foot, right foot, breathe, repeat, as the late great Pat Summit once said. That's the best that we can do in any situation. And quite honestly, all of the other stuff figures itself out. So whether it's someone not feeling well, dealing with illness, uh, or just down on hard times, do your best to when you're with them or when you're uh, with other people to um, be present um, and you'll find your way through. I'm rooting for you. And I'm also saying, hold fast, stay true, left foot, right foot, breathe, repeat, and let's go cracking. We're taking on Calgary on the 28th and I'm ready for a win, baby. Let's go. Until Monday, uh, enjoy the